Hi everyone, Lucy Kippis here. I'm the editor of Flying Solo and this episode of our podcast is brought to you by our well-being initiative, Be Well and Yellow. From doing the books to doing it all, running your own business is a huge task. Take a load off with Yellow, from a website that stands out on Google to social ads that get you found. Yellow can grow your business online while you're busy growing your business. Plus, right now, Yellow can also help you take a holiday. Earn up to 60,000 Qantas points for your business across a range of eligible Yellow digital marketing solutions. Head to yellow.com.au to get started. TNCs apply. Now on to our show. Today's guest is an expert when it comes to wellness. Yuri Rosso has trained as a neuroscientist and written four books focusing on personal resilience and wellness. Most recently, he's developed an app called Driven. It's a virtual resilience coach with assessments and daily activities to help you improve your mental and physical wellness. Yuri, welcome to our Flying Solo podcast. Hey, great to be here. Uh, your career tra- trajectory sorry, could be- best be described as epic or certainly to someone like me. I wondered if you could tell the rest of a- our community a little bit about where you've come from to get where you are. Yeah, it's actually been a pretty long journey and it kind of started with my own uh, inquiries into my own mental health when uh, when I was around uh, my teenage years and early 20s and um, and I was just really interested in you know how do I deal with uh, with things like depression and uh, all those type of type of stuff that a lot of people go through at that age and uh, and I've got a very much of a scientific bent so I spent a whole lot of time looking at research and studying in the field and just learning all these kind of techniques you know for myself and uh, in the, in the meantime I had a bit of a varied career over time you know I used to be in graphic design and then I was working in technology for a while and then I went into to business and started working in uh, the resilience field itself uh, in different corporate settings from Citigroup to Pricewaterhouse and then into Commonwealth Bank as well and uh, and all the while just kind of starting little businesses on the side here and there as well so I've always kind of had a bit of a entrepreneurial side I suppose and um and yeah then through the through it all i thought ah, i might just write uh, start to write some books and things as well and publish a bit of research and um yeah so i've i've got a feeling that maybe maybe i just really like to to create things and <laughs> you make that sound like it's very natural but you can just squeeze all that in but yeah. i'm sure that took I wonder, I wonder how that happened. <laughs> <laughs> so it makes sense then that well, now, would you describe yourself as an entrepreneur? I certainly would describe you that way, but is that how you see yourself? Uh, yeah, it's it's one of those one of those terms that that I'm not a big fan of. Um, I just kind of feel like uh, someone that likes to try and make a difference and likes to you know create things that's that's valuable. So whatever that means I need to do uh, as a person and what I create in society and how do I fit into that. And well, that's, that's just what it is. But yeah, I don't really refer to myself as an entrepreneur, although I guess that's kind of what I am. And do you think you just mentioned there that you want to, you want to make a difference? Do you think that that's, you would, you would consider that to be the driving force behind what you do now? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And in, in many ways, I, I would like to try and prevent 
other people from suffering unnecessarily. And if I look back at a lot of the things that I went through in my teenage years and, and, and early 20s, as I mentioned before, if I can prevent those kind of things for other people and and provide people with these tools that really help me later on, then that's something that's meaningful to me. So, and that's, that's kind of my, my driving force is like, how can I continually help people be better earlier and you know teach people skills and just you know help people get more meaning out of life and uh, and enjoy life more so yeah that's so so the the whole you know all the businesses and things that i'm doing and and driven in particular is for me is a very personal thing and it's a very mission driven thing that um, that uh, that keeps me going wow that's a really impressive kind of why um i want to talk to you about the app i want to talk about what it does and and how you created it mm. um so you mentioned before that you've you've had experience in a range of fields from tech and development and finance, yeah. consulting, research, et cetera, et cetera. So how have all these skills come together to create the Driven app? Yeah, it's it's kind of interesting because I often feel like it's you know all the stuff that I've been through in my life has prepared me for for this business. Uh, like even from doing graphic design, so now I'm you know doing the graphic design for the. Uh, for my marketing and, and those kind of things. And then the finance stuff that I used to do, you know, comes in later as well. And, um, and of course, all the organizational psychology and neuroscience stuff that I did uh, and all the writing that I did as well comes in with, um, how do I write content for, for driven itself and you know, a whole lot of management experience in the past and making connections and contacts. And, uh, and especially as a, as a business founder, of course, you're basically doing the vast majority of uh, of stuff in the business, uh, early on. And, um, and, and even from bookkeeping to everything else, it's, there's so many different hats you've got to wear. So, and I've been fortunate in having this kind of experience and all these little different types of experience over time. That's kind of then come together into, uh, me being able to do this stuff and, um, and bring it together. And even from, you know, designing apps and other companies and now being able to do it here for, for something very, very purpose-driven uh, is something that, um, yeah, that's been a, an interesting coincidence in a way that how it all just kind of came together in this one place. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of synchronicity. And, I, you know, I have heard that before in conversations with other people that building businesses that, you know, for a lot of lucky business owners, um, the business they end up with is, is one that seems to bring in together all their previous life experience and their professional experience. Mm. Um, but you're certainly lucky that you've worn all those hats in a professional capacity, which has probably allowed yeah. you to propel yourself forward quite quickly. Um, we're probably going backwards instead of coming forward. So let's talk about the app mm -hmm. now. Um, I guess, do you want to explain how that works? Yeah, yeah. So essentially it's, uh, it's like a chatbot type of idea, which uh, the, the broad concept is that it's a virtual coach. So it's, a coach is always there to talk to because it's it's driven by AI, so you can chat to it whenever you like. But it has two different components to it. So the one is more of a proactive component. This is where it every in you know, every day you've got about five minutes uh, to just chat to it, learn a new skill that generally builds up your resilience across all these different areas and, and domains of resilience. But then at the same time, if you just want to chat because there's something on your mind, then you can go in, you can uh, uh, report basically how are you doing, and then Driven will chat to you and you can just talk about what's going on. And of course, it's not the type of thing that's going to solve your deepest problems for you. 
but it can help you structure your own thoughts and just work through something that's on your mind in a bit more of a structured way. And, uh, and that's often what I use it for as well. So if things get really stressful with the business, then I often go into driven and I just have a chat quickly and, uh, <laughs> and it usually helps me just kind of, kind of get, get into a good mindset again. So, so that's kind of the, the front end of it, um, where there's also an, an assessment component that helps people understand where they're at. But then there's a much bigger back end to it and uh, enterprise platform where we can uh, learn more about, you know, what's going on at a de-identified level within an organization, just understanding people and help organizations give better resources and better tools to people based on what they really need. Mm, it's fascinating. So who, I mean, is it an app that you've developed? Who's your target market? Is it, is it business owners? Or is it anyone? Yeah, well, that's the interesting thing about resilience is that really it does apply to everyone. So we've got mm. clients kind of all, all over the place. Uh, we do have a lot of businesses that uses it with their with their staff. Uh, then we've got a bunch of sports teams that use it. Uh, a bunch of top sports teams have been <laughs> on the app in the past. And uh, we've got schools that use it with teachers and with students. Um, and, uh, yeah, and even some of the places where we're using it more now is like, uh, firefighters, uh, paramedics mm. and people like that, that have really stressful the jobs and just need, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, so there's, there's all these different fields of, uh, of interest that we get. And, uh, and then of course, a lot of universities using this as well to do more research on resilience because we're one of the only programs out there that actually has, uh, scientific evidence that, is created from our program that's proven that the program actually works. Wow. That's great. So I'm, I'm resilience is, you know, a topic that fascinates me. Um, I wonder in your research, do you think, is it fair to say that, I mean, in life, obviously some people experience a lot more trauma than others. Um, yes. and particularly when you're speaking about the emergency services component of the people that have used your app, it certainly, I mean, on a daily basis, they're experiencing more than mm. the normal person would be. Do you think that exposure to harder times, challenging times, trauma will make us necessarily more resilient? Or is this what you're saying, that it's actually something that you have to be mindful to create? It doesn't just happen yeah. as a result of getting through challenges every day. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a good question because one of the, I think that we have a bias to believe that, that that is the case. And this is often because we hear from all these people that have faced these really difficult times and then have overcome it and really grown from it. And that's kind of the, the image we have in our minds. But uh, the reality is that um, just because you go through tough times doesn't mean that you're going to be resilient. And there's a lot of people that we don't hear about that go through really difficult times and they just kind of retreat and they're never really the same again. So, so, so now that's kind of where the bias comes in because we just hear about the success stories. So and that's why for us, it's really important to kind of spread a message that resilience is really important to build ahead of time. It's much more, it's much easier to be resilient when you face a big challenge if you have already been starting to develop those resilient skills, uh, in like earlier in life, um, or even just, you know, from today, for example. So that then gives you the tools to manage whatever comes up, uh, with, with greater resilience. Uh, and, uh, and then yes, to be mindful that you're not necessarily going to become stronger from every challenge. That's something that you have to consciously decide in a way. Mm, yes. So if I understand correctly, um, 
if I was someone using your app now and I was facing a particular time, mm. and let's just say in the context of our community, I was facing a bit of a tight time in my business. I was losing money. That was making me stressed. I was taking that out on my family as an example. Mm. Would how would how would I take that to the driven app? How would I take that problem to the app? Yeah. So, so how it would start is with um, you just doing a quick assessment to understand just you know where are you at, uh, what what are your strengths right now, and where do you have the opportunity to make some improvements, and from there basically the, the app will prioritize the content that would be most useful for you right now. And then help you work on those those elements because uh, all these different resilience domains function together. So they're like your uh, your ability to have a clearer vision of what you're working towards. How do you manage stress? How do you stay motivated? How do you look after your health? And how do you work effectively with with other people and manage relationships? So in this kind of case, the the app might take you into content that can just help you put things into context, help you focus on what's really important right now. Help you stay motivated, and then just talk through those aspects about uh, relationship uh, challenges that you might have that might be coming through because of the challenge you're facing, and just get you back into a bit more of a calmer headspace where you can focus and just really work on the problems that are that are important and and get you through that time so you can stay focused. So so that's kind of the approach that we take. Yeah, great. So um. We're talking at the moment, we're in the middle of running a, a well-being ind- index um, for mm-hmm. our flying solo community, which is essentially a survey looking at wellness habits of small business owners. Um, and one of the questions that's getting some really interesting answers on that survey is the question around who you talk to when you are facing problems in your business. Um, yeah. And I've noticed a lot, of, a lot of people are saying that they struggle to speak to their you know, either their, you know, their spouse or their partner, like their family mm. unit about those problems. And I was thinking, you know, here we have an opportunity with the app, with your Driven app to to have those conversations but with someone fairly anonymously. So you're getting the information that you need and mm. hopefully some reassurance. Um, would you agree with that? Yeah, and and that that is one of the things that is really nice about the app is that it's a, totally non-judgmental space where you can say what's really on your mind, what's really going on and just kind of get those, those things out. And then driven will just be in a, help you through that and work through it in a very constructive way. Um, and that's, and that's a, a problem that I see all over the place, especially for founders, because you're always under so much pressure to show that, you know, things are going great and you're killing it and, you know, everything is, you know, moving yes. ahead because, you know, because otherwise, you know, investors might get worried and the staff might get worried and everyone else as well. So, um, so that's, and that's something that I'm very conscious about that I'm try I do try to not put up that positive facade all the time. And I try to, you know, be much more honest with uh, my employees and everyone else, you know, what's going on, what's happening with me. Um, and, uh, and encourage the same for them as well so that we can all just actually talk about, you know, what's, what's really going on. And, um, and then, yeah, for, for partners and spouses and all that as well, they, it's always hard because you kind of feel like they don't really understand the challenges um, that you face as a founder. Um, so then it's kind of like a, a bit of an education process. You have to take them through as well so they can understand the, what it, what it really is. And uh, it can be a daunting task, but, at the same time, it's really worth it to make that effort to connect. Definitely. I was going to ask you actually what you thought um, 
uh, what you thought, what traits you thought resilient business owners would have yeah. or, you know, sort of what would distinguish uh, a resilient yeah. small business. So, obviously, what you're saying there is authenticity and, and honesty is one of those. What would be something else that would reflect resilience? Yeah, yeah, that's sure. Uh, so, one of the... One of the most important parts is to have a clear, a clear vision, a clear goal of what you're working towards. Having that, that sense of purpose for why are you doing this and, and how are you aiming to do it? Um, that's because mainly, you know, starting a business is, it's not, it's not really a glamorous type of thing and not for, for a long time. <laughs> Uh, you're not mm-hmm. going to make a whole lot of money for a long time either. You'll probably do much better just working in the corporate world. So, so you're not doing it for that. <laughs> so, if you, yeah, you're not help doing you. it for the money. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you know, maybe one day. Who knows? But yeah. um, but in the meantime, to get you through those years, um, while, while it is going to be really tough, you're going to be working really long hours. Uh, you need to be really clear on that and. Um, and then at the same time, being able to make the time to look after yourself. So look after your health, um, and the sleep and eat, all that kind of stuff. And, uh, and then also still finding the time and making the time to meaningfully connect with people so you don't get isolated. So be, and that's, that's a really important part because it's very easy. Yeah. It's very easy to get isolated in this kind of business. Definitely. Just you and your laptop all day, yeah. every day. <laughs> <laughs> Um, now, we can't really have this conversation about resilience and wellness as a business owner speaking to you and not ask you the kind of things that you do to look after yourself. Yeah. I mean, you have mentioned that you're very into honest conversations, which is great. I just wondered um, before mm. we end up what you would say is your non-negotiable. If there was one thing that you absolutely must do, is it daily or weekly, whatever, mm. to ensure your own wellness, what would that be? Yeah, so so I've got um, I've got a couple of things that I have been doing for a long time. So one of the one of them is to is that I do meal prep. So on Saturday mornings I prep all my food for, for the rest of the week uh, or for the next week. And, uh, and that way I know exactly, um, what's, what's in my food. I know it's healthy and I know what I'm going to eat. So it's, it, it's kind of like an efficiency thing as well. Cause I know I don't have to worry about mm-hmm. food for the, for the rest of the week. Um, so I've been doing that consistently for about uh, the last 10 years or so. And, um, and that's, that's something that's really wow, important that's to me. Wow, that's a very impressive coming <laughs> 10 years. That's excellent. You must be an uh, expert. <laughs> I, well, that's, that's yeah. what I wrote one of the books about. So. <laughs> Um, so that, and also exercising four times a week. So I go to the gym, uh, at five in the mornings and, uh, and yeah, do that every week as well. So I've been doing that for, yeah, for, for even longer than that. And, uh, so, so the, the health part is really important. And as far as I can also with sleep, you know, getting around seven to eight hours of sleep a night as well. So, so that those are kind of the, some of the most important things. But, uh, but other than that, it's it's really about um, human connection. So, if I uh, if I get a chance to, to you know catch up with a friend or something like that, that to me is really important. So, and I will always make time for uh, for anyone that wants to catch up and and just you know actually talk to someone face to face. Because I think especially in this kind of yes. digital age, you know, where you know there's a whole lot of uh, a whole epidemic of loneliness happening and so on. So I think it's really important for us to really prioritize face-to-face conversation. And, and even 
even in driven as well as a, as an ai bot we we use driven to to encourage people to talk to actual real people as well so don't just uh, don't just turn to ai in the future <laughs> yes no have a friend that you can see as well in real life mm. um yeah. yuri it's been awesome to speak with you the app sounds incredible and you know let's hope that lots of our community go and have a look at it so that said the best place to find more about you obviously head to the app store to find the app. Uh, where else is good to find you? Would it be your blog or your Facebook page? Yeah. Where's a good spot? Yeah, sure. So hellodriven.com, our website. So we post quite a bit of articles and things on there. Uh, you can follow me on LinkedIn too, or I post articles every now and then. So I was just posting one yesterday about this whole toilet paper situation in Australia and how does that link in with mm. resilience? And, um, and yeah, and, and the app store, of course, the, it's called the Driven Resilience app. So that's where you can find it and just download it, try it out. It's free to try. So uh, it would be great to have some more people on that. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for your time today. And um, hopefully we can get you back on the podcast very soon. Sounds great. Thanks very much for having me.